0: Alright, good evening everyone Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord Thank the Lord for another day In the land of the living And another chance to get our acts together Today is May 12th, 2022 and week 171 If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Mist of the Storm This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies And shortly upload audio versions To every major podcast platform shortly thereafter And if you've been with us for a while As we always like to say welcome back Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out, trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about walking worthy. And without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. so We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, I hope you guys get something out of it.
1: Thank you, Melvin. Let's go into a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for being the God that you are in our lives, Lord. Thank you for just continuing to shelter us, continuing to keep your loving arms around us, Lord. Just continuing to be there for us uh, even when everyone else and everything else in our lives uh, seem to walk out, uh, seem to just not be enough, Lord. Thank you for being enough. And so, Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight, Lord, that you would your word would go forth, Lord, that Uh, Everything that you want to be said will be said, Lord We're praying that uh, none of our words will uh, go forth Because we know that our words are not important Only your truth matters So, Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us At this uh, juncture of our lives, Lord That we would just remember that there is still a reason To have joy in the midst of every storm So, Lord, we're praying for uh, all of your children out there No matter uh, what the problem is, what the circumstance is, Lord, but that you would just keep our minds uh, having that perfect peace, keeping our hearts and minds stayed on you. And so, Lord, we'll continue to praise you. We'll continue to uh, spread your word. We'll continue to magnify you, uplift you uh, and sing praises to you, Lord, in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So tonight. We're talking about walking, walking worthily uh, because if we don't, there is repercussions uh, in, in life. There are actions um, and whatever actions that we take, there are uh actions that follow it. Um, I think they call it cause and effect in school. Uh, I think they uh, later changed it to, um, I forget the word, but they also called it outcomes. Uh, but it's, we're, we're still talking about the same thing. Whatever we do, uh, I think what was that I don't know if it was Newton, but there's an equal and opposite reaction to every action. Uh, and I'm not trying to get very scientific. Uh, but I'm just explaining the or trying to get you to understand that whatever action we take in life, there's always a reaction. And so how we walk, now we're not talking about physically walking, uh, how far you swing your arm or how wide or how long is your stride. We're not talking about that. How you live, it has an effect. And we're told here in Ephesians chapter four, we're going to pick up verse one here. We're told how we need to carry ourselves. So let's see what he says, Mel.
0: And firstly, uh, we have um, a comment from Gera. She says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you for tuning in. And also polar opposites to everything. I'm guessing that's in um, response to every action has a counter reaction to it. Um, so with the scripture, we are in Ephesians chapter four and verse one, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord. Now this is Paul talking
1: and he calls himself the prisoner of the Lord. Uh, oftentimes people will tell me to not give up, you know, don't lose my hope in God. Don't lose my trust in God, uh, faith in God, etc. And my thinking of it is, where else can I go? Uh, that's what the disciples told Jesus. He asked them, would they leave him also? They said, where are we going? We're prisoners here. There's nowhere else. Now, now you have a choice. I want you to know you do have a choice. But Paul was referring to himself as a voluntary prisoner. You know, we think people are crazy when people volunteer for prison, but people actually do. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people talk about how someone will actually get out of jail and they will do something intentionally just to go back. And when they're asked, why did you do that? They tell them, man, this is all I know. Man, I have everything I want in here. Food is provided. Got a place to stay. I don't have to go to work. They're volunteering. Now, I say that, that's a poor choice now. But a lot of people will volunteer to be a prisoner. And that's what Paul is. And that's what I am. I choose to live this life. And so... You have a choice today. You don't have to serve God. But if you're going to do this, Paul tells us, if, if you're going to be a prisoner of the Lord, he asks you to do one thing. Let's see what he said, Melvin.
0: Again, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. He said,
1: I'm begging you. I am begging you and pleading with
0: you. To walk worthy.
1: To to do exactly what God told you to do, you know. As as I look at this, we we're not worthy of anything that God gives us. Yeah, we we have so many nice things today. Um, <laughs> you you can go. Uh, yeah. Even as I I go to the dentist, you know, we have hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars of equipment, software, whatever it is. We can go in and take x-rays and MRIs and all types of things just of people's teeth to determine, oh, if you have a cavity or not. We've got tools to go and clean your teeth. We got things that cost millions of dollars. And you know, we're not worthy of this stuff. God has blessed us to have these things. People have braces. This is technology that was not in the world years and years and years ago. This is things that God has blessed us with. And so I'm saying that to say this. We're not worthy of these things. However, if God blesses us to get certain things, he says you need to walk worthy in it now. You know, if if somebody asks you to borrow some money, <laughs> you let them borrow $500. And now... If you see this person next week, you say, hey, how you doing? What, what's going on? They say, oh, I'm about to take a trip to Hawaii. You'll start feeling kind of funny about this. <laughs> you say, hold on. I thought you're going you going to Hawaii. <laughs> you start to feel a little strange, Melvin. You said, man, what, what, what are you going there for? I'm just going on vacation. Man, didn't you just tell me you were struggling? See, in your mind, you're starting to feel they're not worthy of that money that you gave them. You're thinking, man, when are you going to give me my money back? I know I told you don't worry about it. Don't rush. Take your time. Whatever. You can keep it. Whatever I said. Man, that's out the window now. Because (laughs) I see you're not walking worthy of what I did for you. You're abusing this. This, uh, the scripture calls it a liberty, this freedom that you have, you're abusing it because to me, it looks like you're taking my money (laughs) and you're having a good time with it. And so this is what Paul is trying to convey to us, that God blessed you with something you didn't deserve. If you loan somebody some money, it's not as if they deserve that money. It's not as if there's a law that says you have to give them $500. God didn't even say that. So you did something for someone and now you say, "Man, they're not they they didn't even actually deserve this because of look at what they're doing. They're just using up my money telling me that they're having a hard time. I need some money to pay my bill. And now they're going to Hawaii. <laughs> So this is the message that Paul is trying to tell us. God has blessed you with whatever it is that you have. Now he's expecting you to respect
0: what he's given you. Don't abuse this. Let's see what he says, man. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. He said with all lowliness
1: and meekness. You know, this. Being humble has really, it it seems as if every time I read the scripture, I see a growing, I mean, a more and more importance for being humble. That's how we walk worthy to God, humbling ourselves, knowing God didn't have to do this. We, we, de- we do not deserve. Sometimes we think we deserve things. Because something didn't go our way, we feel we deserved it. But in all actuality, we did nothing to deserve these things. The scripture tells us while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We didn't deserve it. Yet he did it. So now I have to humble myself. It's something about when God humbles you; everything in life is completely different. I, for uh, one of the vehicles at my at my job, has no air conditioning, and so for about the last year, I've driven in it, none whatsoever. But you know, it's something. That humbles you because tell me why I deserve air condition to begin with. I can look around and say, well, Melvin was in the air today. Well, this person was in the air. And then somehow I can feel, you know, God owes me air conditioning. But am I truly walking worthy there? Because now I'm puffed up. I think I have did so much that I deserve certain things but that's not true and so I um, uh, ended up the, the vehicle ended up going to the shop for something different and I found out the air condition worked the whole time now I'm not going to get into how to make it work but long story short it worked the whole time I just didn't know how to make it work, nor did anyone else at that job knew. And so what I've learned is God, he uses some things to humble you. And the scripture told us, if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, if you walk worthily, In God, he said he'll exalt you in due time. It's only a matter of time before he blesses you with some of those same very things. He's wanting to see. Can you just humble yourself, though? He's wanting to see. Are you going to humble yourself? Life is about perspective. Life is about can you be humble? You know, I I began to think about something earlier There are so many things that if you didn't know, you wouldn't even be upset or you wouldn't be disappointed about. I I began to think about, now I'm married. And so I began to think about, often, people desire to have a wedding. And that's fine. There's there's nothing wrong with that. But and a thing that I realize is this wedding or the wedding dress or the or the ring, it becomes more, good God Almighty, it becomes more than the actual marriage. And the reason why is because of the tradition that we're in. You know, if nobody in the world had a wedding, there wouldn't be any person in the world upset or disappointed if they didn't have one. You know, if no one in the world wore a ring, no one would be confused or upset or disappointed if they didn't have one. It's all about your perspective on things. And so I realized God, does things to humble us so he can change your perspective so he can change how you look at things because if he does this he's going to do it if you allow him to humble you let me put it that way you'll begin to walk worthy you'll walk worthy now things that that used to be a problem you say god that's not a problem oh if there's no air conditioning, we gotta drive for an hour we got to go across town or across state for an hour. If there's no air condition, I can make it. It's not going to be pleasant. I'm not asking to do this. But God, if I have to do this, I believe you're going to take care of me. I believe one day you'll bless me. I won't have to deal with this problem again. You'll exalt me in due time. So he said, walk worthy. It's about how you think. The the scripture, it tells us that people from the Old Testament, they were murmurers, they were complainers. That's the exact opposite of walking worthy. I've, I've woken, I've awakened or woken, I don't even know how you say it. I've woken up many times wanting to complain about something. But as I began to think about where God has brought me from, days that were far worse than the day I was having currently, I said, I can't complain. I've got to walk worthy. God begins to change my perspective of things. God, this day is way better than some days I've had in the past. I have to be, I have to be thankful here. So he said. With all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, being patient, waiting. It's a hard thing to wait on somebody else. It's a hard thing. But that comes with it. Let's see what he said, man.
0: Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. Trying to keep peace. Trying to keep
1: peace with one another. This is walking worthy in God. Somebody said, (laughs) it won't be any peace. We got to walk worthy. And so he said, endeavoring to keep. It's a battle to try to keep peace with people. He told us in one place, agree with your adversary quickly because you need some peace. So many, so many lives have been lost because someone did not recognize, you know what? Let me just keep some peace here. I I don't agree with this person. Deep down, I feel they're wrong, but you know what? Let me let this problem go. So many lives have been lost this way. Because we did not follow the word of God. I, I, people, so many lives have been lost. If only we would take heed to the word of God.
0: So he tells us. Read verse one again for us, Melvin. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. Walk Worthy. God called you to do some great things. He
1: ordained you. Scripture said he ordained us to walk in good works. We better read that. Um, I believe it was, I want to say it's in chapter three. Oh, it's chapter two. Let's go to chapter two.
0: Let's let's start at verse 1. And you have the quickened, and you have he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Now, we were once,
1: if we have did what God told us, we were once living in sin. Now, this doesn't apply to everyone. So you that's out there still sinning, don't don't say, yeah, we were. Somebody's still sinning. Let's
0: read a Wherein, in time past ye, in time past ye walked according to the course of this world. He's talking about a certain group of people,
1: some people. In time past, we lived a worldly life. Mm -hmm.
0: According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Drop down. Drop down to verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, Mm -hmm. even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved.
1: God saved us from those things we used to do. Some of the same mistakes we used to make, we shouldn't be making those. Sometimes we still mess up. However, how are we responding to it? So. He's, talk, he's bringing us from the past, talking about how we used to walk or how we used to live in the past. Now he's going to bring us up to uh, where we should be now. Drop down to verse 8.
0: For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God.
1: God blessed us to have salvation. To have the opportunity of being saved. This was God's grace. We did not deserve it. Nothing we did. I thank God for it. I thank God that he died for me. While I was still sinning. While I was enjoying sin. Not knowing it was only for a season. Not understanding it was only for a season. So now... We have received the gift of
0: God. Uh Uh-huh. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Cannot brag about it. You can't brag about
1: something that you really don't have the control over. It's God giving us the ability. So I cannot take credit for what God has did.
0: Let's read, man. For we are his workmanship, Mm -hmm. created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. He said we should walk in good works. This is walking worthy to God.
1: Faith with our works is dead. We have to walk in these good works. I want to go... I want to go over to, um, I believe it's the book of Matthew. Because God has truly did some things for us. The gift of God, we can, I'm hoping we have, but not everybody has. And I understand that. At a certain point, I didn't have it. But the gift of God is the Holy Ghost. He he is offering us the Holy Ghost. And so now that I have received the Holy Ghost, I have to act like it. It's the same as if, I said it earlier, if you loan someone $500 because they told you they were struggling and having a hard time, deep down you really don't want to see them go to Hawaii the next week because you're wanting to see them act as if they really needed that money to pay their bills like they say it. You're not wanting to see them <laughs> take the money that you worked for, that you sacrificed, and go and have a good time with it. And so God has given his son Jesus, sacrifice Christ for us, And so now he's wanting to see us act as if we're grateful for it. He wants to see us walk in good works. So if I'm not walking in those good works, I'm not walking worthily according to the word of God. So I want to go over. I want to go over to the book of Matthew chapter 25, because I want to show you a parable that Jesus uh, spoke about, Matthew 24 and, or excuse me, Matthew 25,
0: and let's pick up verse 14 there. And while we're getting that, we do have a few comments, um, Chelsea says, praise the Lord. Casey also says, um, praise the Lord, brothers. So praise the Lord to you too. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Robert says, amen. May God bless you all. Thank you also for tuning in. And Kiara says, I was listening to a sister in Christ. And she said that sometimes us women don't have have to say anything because people can see the difference in us by how we carry ourselves and present ourselves. And she also says, endeavoring to keep peace forces us to humble ourselves. When you think about it, sometimes counting yourself to be wrong to keep peace is so worth it. Uh, that kind of goes with uh, what Tony was saying. Um, in the scripture, it says, agree with your adversary quickly. So thank you so much for the comments, all of you guys. And thank you for tuning in. And so for the scripture, Matthew 25 and verse 14, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods.
1: Now, what we have here, God is going to show us why we need to walk worthy. Why we need to,
0: you know, we have
1: it, a glorious opportunity. Because not everyone is going to be saved. That's that's the sad truth about this. But you have an opportunity. We talked about it. uh, I believe it was Monday in Bible study. You have an opportunity to not experience the struggles of life by making it to heaven. Now, heaven starts here, like I said before, I don't wake up every morning thinking about heaven. Honestly, I don't believe I thought about it today. This is the first time that I can recall that I've, I've, I've even spoke about heaven. Because throughout my day, I'm trying to walk worthy. I'm trying to do right. But I understand the ultimate goal is to make it to heaven. And so to take this opportunity serious. You know, you you have uh, <laughs> a lot of times you have people and um, especially you, you see it a lot in high school. Uh, a lot of times a guy might be interested in a girl and she might have wanted nothing to do with him. But years pass, 10, 15 years passed and she might Uh, see that same guy. She might be interested in him now. Now he's married. You know, we only have a certain time. I say that because we only have a certain time where we can achieve certain goals. Salvation. The time is now. Paul said it's high time. Time to wake up out of our sleep. Your opportunity to be saved is right now. We have to walk worthy because somebody's saying within their hearts, well, I've got a little time. I've got, you know, God is continuing to allow things to happen to people to wake them up. Every now and then he'll allow some problems to occur in our lives. And, you know, the first thing we say is, well, I I need you to pray for me. We'll start asking people to pray for us. We'll start asking people for advice. How should I handle this? I ran into a problem. You know, God is trying to wake you up by letting some things happen to you. And someone is going to continue to ignore it until God says, you know what? Your opportunities is over. The Bible tells me that God, there's so much we can go to tonight. God tells us He's going to hand people over to a reprobate mind. That's in the book of Romans, chapter one, I believe around verse 26. It's around the end of the chapter. He's going to hand you over to a reprobate mind. What does that mean? That means that you will no longer be in your right mind. You know, sometimes we wonder, why did did they do this? Why did they do that? Because they're not in their right minds. The Bible tells us God will hand you over. Why? Because a lot of us are not walking worthy. We're we're not cashing in on the opportunities that God has given us. So he says, you know what? Your opportunities have run out. Let's pick it up here. Matthew 25 Read read verse 14 for us again, man.
0: Really quickly, Amy says, keeping the peace is bigger than my feelings. And that is so true. Uh, Verse 14 again, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Now,
1: I want to take this parable and give it to you on this wise. God, has given something to us, has offered something. We don't all have it. He's offered the Holy Ghost to us all. This is the goodness of God. He's offered you the Holy Ghost. And now, there are people that have received it. Some are going to do right and some won't. I want to show you what's going to happen to both groups now. Let's
0: read. And unto one, he gave five talents. Now... God. Let's finish this verse first. Again, and unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey.
1: Now, he has given a measure to each person. You know, we all have different abilities. Some people can sing. Some people are good at writing. Some people are good at uh, public speaking. Some people are good with technology. Some people are good. We just have different attributes. You're good at something. You might not be good at what the next person is good at, but you are good at something. Why? Because God gave you that ability to be good at something. He blessed you to be good at something. Some people might have five. And that's okay. He said he gave Psalm 5, Psalm 2, and another person 1.
0: But he did this for a reason. Let's see what happened. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. What this
1: person did was utilize, they utilized what God gave them. They used what God gave them. I know we don't all have everything. But are you using, are you walking worthy in what God did give you? We'll we'll start looking at what we don't possess and it'll cause us to not even use what we do possess. Because we'll say, well, I don't have I'm not as good at this as the next person. So we won't even do the little bit we can do. So this person here received five talents. They went. They worked at it.
0: Gained another five. Let's read, Mel. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. This person that had two went to work, walked worthy.
1: Did what God was looking for. Let's see what happened with the person that had one.
0: But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Mm -hmm. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. He came
1: to examine.
0: God's going to examine. He's going to give you some time
1: now. And don't look at this scripture and say, well, he said he's going to give a long time. A day to the Lord is as a thousand years. In a thousand years, it says one day. So now a long time to God is not what you're thinking it is because time passes so quickly. Let's see what happens.
0: And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, mm-hmm. saying, Lord, thou deliveredest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. Mm-hmm. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things.
1: Well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's what we all want to hear. We want God to approve of us. We want him to approve of us. So he said, well done. I heard a song. They said, well done in the song that's what we're looking to hear once we get to the gates of heaven but God is looking at did you walk worthy though somebody says salvation won't cost you anything well I won't get I won't get into that tonight but there's a price that comes with salvation Jesus paid a price we have to pay a price he's the price is to walk worthy to use what God blessed us with. Now, some stuff people are saying God wants them to do is not what he wants them to do. But humbling yourself, who talks about humbling themselves, being meek? These are things that makes us worthy in the eyes of God. Who talks about being long-suffering, putting up with stuff even when we shouldn't have to, We say, I didn't do anything to deserve that. You know, Jesus felt the same way. What did Jesus do to deserve what he got? We're not always going to do something. We say, man, why do people not like me? I didn't do anything to them. Understand the battle that you're in. The devil wants to attack you to see if you're going to walk worthy. He wants to fight you. So it honestly makes it easier when you understand why you're being attacked. You're being attacked because the devil wants you to turn back. He wants you to give up, quit on God. That's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to not walk worthy. When people uh you can go back and 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 um Uh, My mind fell on the the whole Will Smith situation where he slapped the man. You know, that's what the devil wants to see. Somebody fight, beat on each other. So many people wanted to see Chris Rock go and fight Will Smith back, hit him back. We long to see that type of stuff. An altercation, a fight. And you know all that people were going to do? Sit back and laugh. Say, ah, they made a fool out of themselves. That's, That's what people want to see. The devil wants to see you do this. But I can assure you it took so much more strength to not retaliate. See, that's what Jesus did. They slapped him more than once. They slapped him more than once. They spit on him. They beat him. They put a robe on his back, crown on his head of thorns. They mocked him, but he still chose to walk worthy. He still humbled himself. The Bible said he humbled himself even unto death. He became obedient even unto death. He showed us just how to walk worthy. It's a a battle. God knows I'm not there. Because I'd have a hard time somebody slapping me, somebody hitting me, spitting on me, and I didn't do anything to them. So God has to continue working on me. So that I can hear the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. But if you tell me you're already humble enough, you can take this. Then if so...
0: Why did, never mind. Let's read him, heaven. Answer thou into the joy of the Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. person with two, they went to work. Got two more. See, God wasn't expecting the person
1: with two to go out and come back with five. He expected them to do what they were capable of. God's not asking you to do more than what you're capable of. That's the beautiful thing about God. He's a just judge, a righteous judge. The scriptures say he will do right. He's not like the people at a job where they expect you to do your job, the person's next to you job. The person over there's job, everybody else's job. Who didn't want to do theirs? God isn't like that. He has certain things for you to do, and that's what He's expecting you to accomplish. Walk worthy. So let's see what happened to the person with one
0: talent. So skip twenty three. Uh, no, let's let's read twenty three. All right. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Mm-hmm. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Talking to the person with
1: tooth, They accomplished what God wanted them to accomplish. So he said, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. All right?
0: Then he, which had received the one talent, came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man. You know... <laughs> We do this when
1: we have failed to do what we were supposed to do. We start doing a lot of talking, a lot of uh, well, well what had happened was we start making a lot of excuses. We start coming with, well, this is the reason why I couldn't do it. because we didn't walk worthy. That's what the, that's what this person is doing. Coming up with some type of excuse. We have so many excuses why we don't live right. We make so many excuses not knowing we're going to miss it. God is warning us we're going to miss it. We're going to miss out on salvation. All because we're not walking worthy. Let's see what happens.
0: Reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou has that is done. Person didn't do
1: anything with what God gave them. You know, I went here because God has given us all the opportunity to receive the Holy Ghost. To receive his spirit. We all have different abilities. But what he's showing us is he wants us to do what we're capable of doing. And with his spirit, the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. See, once you have the spirit of God, you're capable of doing way more than you were without his spirit. But now that we have received his spirit, are you walking worthy? Are you living the way God said, "Live?" And so often people know they're not, and the first thing we run to is, well, everybody everybody's sin. well, there's no one perfect. that's what this person started doing. He started making up some kind of excuse. He or she they started making up some kind of excuse. why?
0: They didn't do what God said to do. Let's see what the Lord's response was. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. Wicked and
1: slothful servant. You know, we're slow to do what God asked us to do. We know. A lot of people know what God asked them to do. But we're very slow about doing. Yeah, I'm going to get to it. Yeah, one day I'm going to do right. We're slow about doing what God said We're we're concerned about a whole lot of other things. But what God said, we're slow to do it. But now time has ran out on this person. You know, we've seen time run out on the rich man. Man has some big dreams and visions. He envisioned himself becoming more and more wealthy. Isn't that what we're all dreaming of? Even if we're poor. We're envisioning a day where, man, I finally got some money. Our dream is no different than the rich person. God said, thou fool. You're not walking worthy because you're not even concerned with what I've told you to do. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Being worthy of this Opportunity. living a life that is pleasing to God. So he said, thou wicked and slothful servant. uh-huh.
0: Thou knewest that I reaped where I sowed not mm-hmm. and gather where I have not strawed. Drop down to verse 28. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents.
1: He said, take what it is that this person has. See, if you don't walk worthy of what God has blessed you with, he's going to take it from you. Job said, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you don't walk worthy, this is is what will happen. You know, if, if if you work at a job and the boss feels you're not acting worthy of what they have given you, which is a job, they'll fire you. If you show up late all the time, they ask you to do stuff. You say, no, I don't feel like it. Let somebody else do it. You never ask them to do anything. We can show up like that if we want to. We'll be fired. I seen a, I seen a person uh, pranking someone. They went to a job interview. Man was sitting at the table. Guy was asking uh, the person questions. This man said, hold on, let me make a phone call. He started calling people, making a joke about it. It was a prank. He was pranking the guy. Had a cap on. I mean, he was doing so many things. Calling people on FaceTime. (laughs) He did so many things. And the guy felt, you're you're not acting as if you truly want this job. You're not walking worthy. This is how God looks at us. When we're doing things, when we're saying things, when we're uh, watching things, whatever it is, when we're doing things that we're not supposed to do. He said, you're not walking worthy. You're not walking worthy. So he takes the talent. He takes what this person has. The person he gave one, he only expected them to return one talent on top of the one that they were given, go out and do something with what God has blessed you with. He only expected them to return one more. person wouldn't even do that. Wouldn't even do it. Let's see what happens.
0: For unto everyone that that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath.
1: Whatever it is, that God has given us. If we won't walk worthy, he's given us the Holy Ghost. Best gift he will give us. You know, so many people turn down the Holy Ghost. We can go and read about people in Scripture. We can see people do it today. People turn down the baptism in Jesus' name. Not walking worthy. And so God sends people like me to try and plead and beseech and beg. Somebody said, I'm not too proud to beg. Beg that we would walk worthy. Before it's too late. I, the reason I come on here, the reason we come on here, is because we want to see someone saved. We don't want anyone to perish. And that's what God said. It's not his will. That's not what he wanted. But somebody's still going to perish because that's what they chose. They didn't walk worthy. So let's see what happened to this servant. Verse 30.
0: And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Because they didn't walk worthy. They were cast
1: into hell, cast into the lake of fire. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, suffering, all because they wouldn't walk worthy. God's not asking us to do more than what we're capable of. He's not. But when we receive the Holy Ghost, we're capable of a lot. And in fact, I'll tell you this, you're capable of a lot even without the Holy Ghost. Because I look back in the Old Testament and I see what they accomplished even without the Holy Ghost. What's your excuse? We have no valid excuse other than to walk worthy. Walk worthy. So I thank God for you guys. Um, At this time, I will turn it back into the hands of Melvin. But in my closing remark, let us walk worthy. Let us live the way God called us to live. This, look, If you want to do whatever you want to do, I'm fine with it. But for those out there who do want to be saved, this is for you. Everybody doesn't want to be saved. People might say they want certain things. You know, there's a lot of things we ask for, and deep down, we really don't want them because of all the stuff that comes with that thing. You say, man, I don't want that. I don't want to deal with this. There's a lot of stuff we ask for we really don't want. So let us walk worthy at this time in the hands of Melvin. Thank you, guys.
0: Um, Thank you. Um, It was a great message, um, and I really don't have much to add to that. I would just um, like to say that, as I always say, I hope we take heed. I hope we take heed to the Word of God and doing what we're asked to do. Because he's given us so many chances, and I know that I say that at the beginning of every live stream. Thank the Lord for another chance to get our acts together. And um, this is week one seventy one, and I know I have not been saying that for one hundred and seventy one weeks, but he's still giving us chances, even if I don't say it. You know, every second or every moment, whatever the smallest amount of time that you could fathom, is another chance. Because our life, our lives could be ended at any moment. You know, it was just thundering, super loud. (laughs) It came out of nowhere. But um, lightning could have struck the place, could have killed everybody in here. We wouldn't even notice it. You know, so we just have to take heed of these chances. As Tony mentioned earlier, the scripture does say it is high time to awake out of our sleeps. In another place, Paul said Jesus could come back at any time. I believe that was Paul that said that. So how much more important is that today, 2,000 years later? But um, that's all I really had to add. Um, I think that is all of the comments. Well, we got got a few. Amy says, great message. And thank you so much. I'm glad that you got something out of it. And Kiara has a question. Um, She's talking about Revelation chapter 22 and verse 11. She says, what does this mean? He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. Is he saying that there is a point we need to leave people alone about God? That's exactly
1: what he's saying. Because regardless of all the talking, regardless of all the preaching, the begging, uh, this is something that I had to learn. Um, when I first became a minister because I didn't, and I still don't want to see anyone lost. And so because of that desire, it caused me to try to spread the word to people. I've already told them 15, 20 times. And here I am trying to plead with them again. Tomorrow when I wake up, let me plead with them again before I go to bed tonight, let me plead again. But what I had to realize and what we must all realize is that people make their own choices. Even if I see someone hurting themselves, it's hard for me to say, you know what? I've, I've continually tried. Now I have to let them, I have to let God do his thing. See, some it's hard for us to allow God to do His work. We try to do everything as if we can make someone do right. You can't make someone do right. There's plenty of people that will say, yeah, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Man, I'll know they're lying. I'll see they're lying. God will allow me to see when people are lying. Not all the time now. But in time, He reveals all. But what we have to do is allow people to make their own choice. All we can do is give them the information. All we can do is, is try to tell people about God. But if if a person doesn't want God, that's their choice. I've said it so many times. God doesn't force people to do right. If he did, you know, everyone in this world, there would be no sin committed in this world. There would be no crimes. There would be nothing bad that happened in this world if God forced us. But he allows you to make your own choice. You out there that says, well, I'm grown. I don't have to listen to nobody. (laughs) God said, you're right. But there's coming a day where he's going to examine us and see if we have did what he told us. So, yes, he's saying allow people to do what they're going to do. If someone does not want to be saved, you don't have to continue to harass them about salvation. Every time they look around, Man, they're always talking to me about getting saved. They're always talking to me about getting baptized. I give it a break. He said, fine, let them go ahead. If they're unjust, if they don't want to do right, let them go ahead. It'll be the worst decision that they made, though. So it's a sad thing, and it's hard to actually do this. It's tough because we want to see people saved. But, and and I'll say this thing, God, there are some people that we have tried and tried and tried with. Some of those people will get saved, but we have to be patient and wait. That's one of the problems we're having. We don't like to wait. We don't like to wait on things. We live in a day where you can order something, they'll have it to you tomorrow. Sometimes the same day. We don't like to wait. But we have to wait because some people actually will get themselves right. But we just have to wait on God to give the increase. Wait on God. See, God puts things on people's minds. He puts it on their heart. You know, there are so many people that talked to me and tried to get me to do right. And for about 20, 22 years, 24 years, somewhere around that age, I finally decided to do right. I have to do some hard thinking to, to let you know what, what age I was, and I'm, I don't want to do that at this moment. But I was over the age of 20, I can tell you that. And so someone had to be patient for 20 years. From the moment they started telling me, Tony, this is what you should do. This is what's right. Somebody had to be patient. So that's where we are. You you have to sit back and allow God to be God. You can't force someone to be saved. I'm not going to run someone down with the word of God. Hey, man, what are you doing? Come read these scriptures. No. I can't force someone to live holy because if i'm if I'm making someone live right if if because I show up, oh let me turn this off, I shouldn't be doing this or oh let me stop talking about this I shouldn't be talking about this if that happens because I show up, what's going to happen when I'm not around? God sees that too and God is going to deem that person unworthy. so that's what he's talking about. We have to allow people to make their choice when it comes to God. Can't force somebody to be saved. I will not run you down. I guarantee you that. I'll talk with you. I'll plead with you. But it's your choice. And I respect your decision. I might not agree with it. I might believe with everything in me, you're making a huge mistake. And I'll try to tell you, but that's as far as I can go. I have to respect your decision.
0: So that's
1: what he's getting at.
0: We got anything else, Melvin? Nope. I think that is all. So we appreciate all of the comments and the questions and interactions. It uh, uh, greatly means a lot to us. So thank you, Kiara, Chelsea, Casey, Robert, and Amy, for the comments. And if I missed your comment, which I don't think I think I got all of them this time, then I definitely do apologize. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I don't have anything else to add except my um, reminder to you guys that we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a good topic each and every single week. And we hope to see you guys there. And also, well, we just got one from Amy. She says, my grandma used to always say, you may get by, but you won't get away. That is definitely true. You know, we could hide different things from different people. We can fool humans all day, but, you know, God sees all. Scripture says he is all-knowing. So (laughs) what would be the point? If I fool Tony for all of my life and then I, you know, get to the day of judgment, God is going to bring all of that up. What would be the point? I'm getting by on earth, but that's all is going to be good for on earth. So that is um, definitely true. Thank you for that.
1: He told us what's done in the dark. It will come to the light.
0: It was whispered. It will be shouted from the rooftops. So thank you. Thank you again for that comment. And I believe that that is all. Um, I do have an announcement to say for the next two weeks, they will be pre-recorded messages and they are great messages. We pray that you guys tune in and get something out of those. So um, whatever that next Thursday is in June, if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll be back with another topic. But as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, counted all joy, and count it all joy again. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, whatever day that Thursday is in June, prayerfully, we'll, we we will be back live with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So until then, I hope you guys have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. And again, thank you for the comments and thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys the next time.